Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Punters Made on this Friday the 30th, the 30th of June 2023. And to a lot of important people around the place, Sam Highland, that is the end of the financial year. Oh, wow. Big in our world, isn't it? Not. Yeah, I don't, don't worry about too much. Every day just rolls into another, doesn't it? Yeah, it so does. So just keep cruising along. Keep cruising along, but it's all good. Keep cruising, people. Sammy, uh, bef- now before I ask you how your week was. Yes. I'm going to introduce you with this. Step, stuck him on the inside, joined Jameldi. Swiss Exile came and in, released the beans under pressure. Wider while the track was Luskin here on Lasting Kiss, but Swiss Exile booted away. Kinlock runs on well, Lasting Kiss down the outside. Swiss Exile all out, it's all out all right. Lasting Kiss, raced him on the outside, hit the lead and wins first up. Lasting Kiss beats Swiss Exile, Kinlock released the beans. Then Surreal Step Matter with Tarkby. Uh, you are the long shot king, aren't wasn't you? Wasn't she you beautiful? You are the long shot king. Wasn't she beautiful? It's what my my wife, Fit Nickers, gives me lasting kisses. Yeah, it's no dead set. Uh, it was found its right race and uh, cheap, perfect ride by Celine Gaudray. And nineteen dollars officially. Was, I was very, very happy with that one. Trevelyan one week, lasting yeah. kiss the next week or two weeks later. Uh, congratulations! That's a very good. Uh, now that's a very good effort. Now that's obviously big news for you during the week. What else has been happening in the life of Sam Island this week? Uh, well. Uh, not a lot. It's been pretty hectic. I've got my uh, my big brother Paul and uh, Nada, his partner, and Luca and Mara, his Billy Lids. Uh, they're all hanging out at your joint. Yeah, so they're all at my place, and we went to uh, we went to the footy last night. Poor old Luca got a bit sick. We had to come home early, but uh, it was look. The result was decided pretty early, wasn't it, Chris? Mm, yes, and, tell me uh, about it. Absolutely belted your Tigers yep. into next week. Now my son William, he. He barracks for the Tigers. Uh, yeah, good man. Influence from his uh, his pop and uh, Ian. And, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, wow. Like, they just, they were just never in the zone. Well, I did they? hear a rumour from someone in here this oh, earlier today that uh, they might have been a bit of flu around the Richmond camp. We know Dusty oh. Martin pulled out with the flu. Right. So maybe that was the reason. But you know what? Flu or not doesn't... <laughs> Doesn't make up for 88 points. We so got to half time. We got beaten anyway. I said, how's it going, Will? And he goes, they're getting belted, yeah. Dad. They're getting belted. Yeah, they certainly did. Uh, but anyway, onward and upward for the Tigers. Now, it's some uh, some sad news earlier in the week, Sammy. Uh, passing of uh, jockey Peter Mertens. Uh, very uh, Obviously, you knew him very well. Yeah, it's uh, very sad news. He's a great fellow, Peter Mertens, and uh, lost his battle with uh, pancreatic cancer. And... Uh, was lucky enough to have have a few beers with him at the Emerald uh, just last time I was in Melbourne, and uh, they had a day there for him. And look, um, yeah, it's just a just a really hardworking jockey. I mean, when I started out, he was the king of the Gippsland, and uh, but then sort of later on in his career, well, you know, he, he uh, reached the pinnacle, and I, I think uh, it was six or seven Group Ones he wrote, and. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, one on Sermione in the Australian Cup for for Bar Cummings, and yeah, he uh, he was a great jockey, really hard worker, and uh, yeah, he'll be sadly missed, and obviously uh, father of Bo, and uh, he's but he's got uh, 
Uh, I think he might have seven kids, but had seven kids. He's got uh, quite a few kids, and yeah, we're thinking of all all uh, yeah. his partner and all, all the family because uh, sad loss. He was uh, he, and you know, Peter Mertens is somebody that. Um, well, when you went to the Gippsland, like he, as I say, he was the king. You know, every every trainer in the Gippsland wanted to use Peter Mertens, and uh, he was um, that was that was his. He's, uh, that was his area, you know, and even when he went on to obviously be riding Group 1 winners and be a city jockey, yep. um, even when he went back to, to the Gippsland, it was, um, you know, he always continued to ride in the Gippsland and support yeah, that those was his that, home. that kicked him off, you know. Yeah. Did he uh, live in Gippsland? Uh, he did live there, but he, uh, I think he lived in, uh, pretty sure he lived in Frankston or somewhere oh. like that, but yeah. uh, but he did obviously back in the day, yeah, and uh, I remember... I don't know if it's still on the wall in the jockey's room, but there was uh, an old photo in the tea room where he wrote four winners, Peter Mertens, and uh, had the long locks. And, uh, yeah, it was back in the day. But, uh, no, he was a good, good, great jockey, good jockey. Yeah, very sad news. Paul Shaler, who you might remember, was uh, foreman for Chris Waller on the Gold Coast for quite some time. Uh, Went off on his own. He's been down at uh, Port Macquarie, but he's coming back to the Gold Coast. He's going to set up some stables there in November, 40 boxes. Uh, he's a very good trainer, is Paul Shaler, uh, and he'll do very well. Artorius, Cam Luke's horse, uh, and Shalo. Do we need to talk about Shalo, Sammy? Well, Shalo should have bolted oh, in. It should have bolted in, and then you talk <sighs> of Cam Luke, I think he had a solid bet on uh, Shalo because he was dead set wounded after that race, what? and uh, as was I, and... Uh, it just just needed a bit of luck, and it just didn't happen, did it? But that that that's racing. It isn't is it? racing. It can, it can you get go, it one week, you don't get it the next. It can go like that. Uh, they're retiring though. They've, they've run their last races. Artorias and Shalo. Ah, uh, well, Artorias is the he <laughs> is the best. I mean, he gets more publicity than he's won three races. Artorias <laughs> three, and and before fluking that thirteen hundred uh, last preparation, um, he he just won. A two-year-old race and won the Blue Diamond. Like I mean, he's he's and he gets spoken about like he's a dead set freak. And well, I know in our WhatsApp thread, uh, the SEN Track WhatsApp thread, um, the boys were all saying that I was too harsh on him, Artorius, and because he is just he he just always has so many excuses. And then uh, anyway, it was put out there that you know he's no animo. I said no animo. <laughs> 25 starts for 14 wins, Animo. Artorias, three. Three wins. I mean, he, he just always has. It's funny, isn't There's it? always something going on with Artie. You know, not enough speed, missed the start, pulled here, did that, did this. Well, you know what? It's finished. There won't be any more. It's finished. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I, can't, I can't wait until there's foals on the ground. Now, I know you're going to love this last next uh, little bit of information. The Everest has increased to $20 million. And we now have the King Charles III stakes on the same day worth five million. Is that the George Main? Have they? Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that's a King Charles. So that's worth five million. Yeah. I don't know where they're going with this stuff and um, what they hope to get out of it. Are they looking to get overseas horses here? Would that extra three mil or so made a difference? I wouldn't have thought so. No, I wouldn't have either. thought so. But it's a, um, you know, it's, it, it's obviously evident and has been for some time that it's a real. Uh, us against them and well, vice the, versa uh, and and um the you know, they, they just keep they just keep uh, but anyway it is what it is and and it's um 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know what's what's happened at Racing Victoria is, is uh, you know, we're, we're, we're dropping in prize money. And they're and, going up. And they're going up. You so know? so where, where, is it, where has it gone wrong? Yeah. You know? Because... Because clearly, uh, at, in in Victoria, things are, are not going the right way. Because um, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, well, yeah, yeah. I've said it many times before. It was we were always leading the charge in in Melbourne, and clearly we're not now. Well, our Victoria spent. This is probably a, a, a discussion for another day. But our Victoria spending their money on other things, such as track uh, maintenance, that maybe New South Wales aren't. Maybe their money's going to different spots. Yeah. Maybe they're distributing the money in a different way. Who knows? But yep. it's probably worth a chat one day. Martin Harley, who we had on the show a couple of weeks ago, had that horrific fall uh, earlier in the year or late last year at the barriers there. Uh, I think it was Doombin. Um, he came off just after the start. He had a day out at Rocky last week. He rode five winners, Sammy. Well, five I, winners. I'm a big fan of Martin Harley, and uh, I know um, I told Cam Luke and, and, and Tags uh, on trackside some time ago, this bloke, he's a, he's a jet, and and then I think Tags did his money on him once, and, and that was then, enough. And, you, then he stunk, right? He, he didn't say you stink, Chris Nelson. <laughs> he goes, "Oh, you stink, Sammy Island." <laughs> so, but uh, no, we're a big fan of Martin Harley, and uh, it's no surprise to see him go and, and bag a uh, a boatload of winners there. And he's a good jockey, and good on him. I mean, he's had some. We've had him on here, right. and he's had some horrific injuries, and has. for him to keep riding, it's uh, dead set amazing. Uh, I'll be happier with him tomorrow, even still, if he can get home on Aureus Angel in the glass house. But oh wow, go Martin Harley! Now, well, we had some feature racing, of course, at Eagle Farm last Saturday, the final Group One of the year. Let's have a bit of a recap. Freeder and Charming Baby turned in last by the 400 metres. Lady of Honour tackled by Chain of Lightning on the outside. Electric Girl getting up near the inside. Then Palazapan. Mirror Vision. Roots putting in a strong runner. Wider on the track. Ruthless Day. Revolutionary missed the widest runner. Nolan is riding hard on Chain of Lightning. Currently with a break. Palazapan emerges from the ruck. Roots is still there. Chain of Lightning. Palazapan driving it. Palazapan took the lead. Darted away. What a swan song. It beat home. Roots. Shalo. Aquatico then. Brerin and Vespertine simply fly. RNT and Salatine whips them in. Fully homeward bound. And Prince of Boom, 60 kilos at all, is currently a leader and a clear leader. King Kappa can't get him as yet, then contemptuous. The big goodbye emerges, then Mashani Sniper. Prince of Boom, 1 2 with the shillelagh, is well clear of the Healy. Can he see out the last hundred? They're starting to come, but it's going to be too late. Too late, boys. Prince of Boom, another group one. Bolted in, beat the big goodbye, Quatico and Rangers. Now pull to the outside, Young Verna running on pretty well. Lutzies is starting to wind up. Clark starts to go for it now. London Bank is not doing much and Tappy's lad can't go. Spirit Ridge still the leader. The Mediterranean is gone. Lutzies is the danger now to Spirit Ridge. Young Verna up to third. Spirit Ridge in front, headed now by Lutzies. Lutzies starts to pull away over the final stages and the favourite is going to win and in the end win it very comfortably. Lutzies first, Spirit Ridge second, Young Verna third. Luncey's winning, Palayapan winning, and Prince of Boom just leading throughout like the machine that he is. Palayapan, Sammy, as we mentioned on the show a couple of weeks ago, sold uh, as a broodmare to be a broodmare in Japan. Gee, they uh, they bought at the right time. The price yeah. would have gone up if it was last Sunday. Yeah, it's uh, well and well done to them. It's yeah. uh, fantastic and. Uh, yeah, it was good racing, wasn't it? Around, it was. uh, around the racing year out. Uh, Lunsies goes around again tomorrow in the Caloundra Cup. Have to be a chance there. And Prince of Boomers, I mentioned, uh, he was good too. 
He crossed from that wide gator. He worked for about seven or 500 metres. He found the fence and then he was too strong for them with the 60 kilos. He'll go to Melbourne, uh, run some races in, go around some races in Melbourne. And so will his stable matey, Katarina, who was very impressive winning earlier on in the day. Now, one thing I failed to mention earlier was uh, we may have finished the uh, southeast Queensland part of the winter carnival. But Sammy, now we go north. We go to Rockhampton next Friday and next Saturday, the Rocky Newmarket Friday, the Rocky Cup on Saturday. A couple of weeks after that, actually a week after that, we go to Mackay for the Newmarket on the Friday and the following Saturday we have the Mackay Cup. Then we're off to Townsville after that. Then we're off to Cairns after that. And then we have the Cairns Amateurs uh, way down the track in se- on September the 9th. So some really, really good racing coming up uh, in the north over the next nine weeks, I think it is, Sammy. It never how ends. How good is that? It never how, ends. How good is that? It's and always well supported. Your the... homework was to ask Cam Luke about our outside broadcast at the Cairns Amateurs. <sighs> yes, I'm, that I'm still onto that. Still onto that. <laughs> okay, well, I'll remind you again next week. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. AU. Now, we are racing over the weekend, of course, on the Sunshine Coast tomorrow for the Wink Skinnies, the Cal- Lounger Cup and the Glasshouse Handicap. We race at the Gold Coast on the Poly Track. We're racing at Mackay and we're racing at Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. They are the TAB meetings and, of course, we're at Kilcoy on Sunday, but there are some country meetings as well. Claremont, Cunnamulla, Oak Park and Stamford. Oak Park's a two-dayer. And one Oak Park's well. on today. Oak yeah. Park is on today, but it's not a tab meeting. <laughs> I hope you haven't done the form for tracks. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> so um, Oak Park today and uh, and tomorrow, that must be a bit of a uh, a bit of a big deal for the town, I would say. Probably swells by about 300% or more. If you're in the area of any of those meetings, make sure you head out and enjoy the day. I failed to mention, Sammy, our guests on today's show, which we're about to talk to one of them now, being Leah Kilner. But we'll also chat to uh, Andrew Mellion in the second half of the show. But right now, as I mentioned, it's time to chat to Leah Kilner. Leah, good afternoon to you. Hello, Chris. How are you going? Very, very well, thanks. Uh, great to catch up. Uh, first thing I wanted to ask you, you had that obviously terrible fall uh, last July. Uh, it's been, what, almost a year? Uh, I know you're in a it's coma. 12 months on Monday. 12 months on Monday, yep. yeah. Wow. Uh, you're in a coma for a week. How are you coming along? Oh, yeah, look, it's been a very slow and steady process, but no, I'm, I'm going well now, going, getting there. Okay, and you've been keeping yourself busy doing um, doing work with uh, with Rob. Now, I believe this is a, a work cover type setup. Uh, it's a work cover based trial. You're working or you're doing some work with Rob? Yeah, no, that's it. It's um, yeah, all very strictly under work cover guidance and everything, but... No, it's great. It's um, it's got me back in the office, got me back with the horses and absolutely loving it. And the main thing is it's actually got me back sleeping again because I've struggled a lot with sleep since the injury, but I'm, I'm sleeping again, so it's been fantastic. And I talk, of course, of Rob Heathcote. Just how does that – you talk about the, the horses, being around the horses has helped you sleep. How, how and why is that? I Honestly, I don't know. I think it's just because I'm in an environment I love again and, you know, I'm busy. My brain's been stimulated again and – yeah, I'm just, yeah, since I've been back, I've, yeah, been sleeping again. Okay. Leah, you probably should say it's such hard work. That's why you sleep <laughs> and get it. And Rob so, works you like I it. should, didn't I? <laughs> um, and look, how long were you away from the horses from? Four, sorry. Oh, 
Yeah, look, I mean, I was in hospital for, what, two months. Um, I know the first afternoon I was allowed out for a drive with mum. Albeit I can't remember it and I thought it was all a dream, um, quite literally. I remember coming to the stables that mm. afternoon and Rob actually pushed me around in a wheelchair so I could pat them. Um, but, yeah, you know, since I got out of hospital, I, I went to the races when I could force mum to take me um, and I'd always come down to the stables of an afternoon just to pat them because, you know, they're my happy place. But... Yeah, to be back like working in the stable again, I've you know only been doing that the last few weeks. So, how many hours has he got you doing? Has he got you going, uh, you know, twenty four seven, or is he just going easy on you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I do about a hundred hours a week. <laughs> no, um, I, <laughs> I'm um, I'm only allowed to do fifteen hours a week. That's all I'm signed off. But you know, they're great to me here. I just you know come and go as I please and do what I need to do and do as much as I can or as little as I want to do. And and Rob's been training a lot of winners lately. He's had a great carnival. That would obviously be a lot to do with you being around the place. But you seem to have become uh, the spokesperson after each win on uh, on the TV. I see you're regularly getting interviewed after a win there on Sky. Yeah, look, we've had a fantastic carnival. We're having a fantastic run at the moment, as much as I'd like to say I'm lucky charm. We've, um, you are. we've got a fantastic team behind us at the moment, and all the horses are, you know, that's shown in how they're racing. We've got a great team, and all the horses are run, running really well. And, yeah, Rob throws me in front of the camera. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, and that's that's a good idea. you're better looking. Oh, I wasn't going to say that. We're not allowed to say those <laughs> things, are we? It's a no-brainer, though. Uh, have you got a favourite horse in the stable? Oh, favourite horse in the stable. Jeez, that's a hard one. Um, oh, I love little Ekaterina. I mean, she's just Me got too. such a good little attitude. She, she's only tiny, just like her big sister, Star Tante's, um, you know, but she's only tiny and she's full of guts, um, and then, of course, it's hard to go past Roth, Rothfire. I mean, look at him, but, you know, that'd have to be top two. He's uh, such a warrior, that horse, Rothfire. You know, he's obviously had his issues over the time. And, and you know, I'm I'm always uh, someone that uh, – and can, can be a bit uh, negative when doing form, but, you know, horses that have had significant injuries, I always think they, they never come back as good. Uh, that horse is unbelievable what he's been through, and yet – he still turns up and gives 110%. I mean, Leah, you would know yourself that horses that have had issues over the time, they as they get older, they can get tricky and they probably don't give their all. But Rothfire looks like he, he every time he goes out, he's gritting his teeth and, and giving 110%. Oh, look, I mean, he's, he's just amazing, isn't he? And like you said, a warrior. I mean, you just don't come across horses like him. To have gone through what he's gone, which, you know, should have been a career-ending injury, and to come back and and win at group level, win at the top level and be so competitive. It's just it's unreal. And again, it's, you know, the team we've got behind us. I mean, Mel Sharp, she does so much work with this horse. I think she probably knows Rothfire better than she knows herself. And, you know, she's unbelievable what he can still do. Now, he's heading south for the spring? Yeah, no, he will. So he's out at Washpool having a bit of a break at the moment, and then yeah, he'll head, head south. Any plans on uh, you going down with any of the horses during the springtime, Sydney or Melbourne? <laughs> Oh, look, we'll see what's happening, but I might have to stick back home and run the stable up here. But, look, we'll work that out as it gets closer. <laughs> now, speaking of uh, horses in form, Prince of Boom, uh, he's had a terrific – I think he's been one of the finds of the carnival. Oh, look, I mean, he's fantastic horse. I mean, people say what a preparation he's had, but I like to say what a career he's had. I mean, he's, he's just been unreal from the get-go. I think, what do you win a group two at, like, his second start in a race? I yeah. mean, he's – been an amazing horse, and yeah, this carnival is really taking a step up, so he's just been great. 
Annie Katarina, you mentioned her earlier on. <clears throat> Excuse me. She's a she's a favourite of mine because, look, doing the form, she just runs some some amazing sectionals, whether it's off a slow speed or fast speed, she can really let down, and that's what's caught my eye, and I've been uh, on her last few starts, and uh, I think she'll, she'll measure up down south. Yeah, no, I think she will for sure. Like, she just she's one of those fillies that needs, we need speed on for things, you know, to go right, very much like Star Tante does. You know, we yep. need the speed on so we can get home over the top. But even if her two go slow, I mean, you still see her flashing home. And what about uh, other horses in the stable that are uh, showing potential? I saw one win on uh, Wednesday, uh, Signet River, having only start number two. Probably should have won on debut as well. Yeah, probably unlucky not to win on debut. Um, look, to be quite honest, he's been a very surprising horse. He's been a surprise packet. Um, he come here and he's just, you know, very laid back. He's a bit of a pony. He just, you know, does what he has to do. He just goes out and looks, oh. But he's bred to stay and, um, you know, that's what we've done. We've put him up over a mile, you know, first start in a race. And, you know, he was unlucky not to win. And then to come out and to win the way he did on Wednesday, it was a really good win. And you just, you know, you can just see he's just going to be a really good stayer going forward. And is he remaining in work or is he going to have a break yet? Yeah, no, look, he's remaining in work. Um, there's another, there's a three-year-old race coming up on a Saturday. Um and then he'll probably go to the paddock after that. But, there, yeah, there's a nice three-year-old race coming up on a Saturday. The big goodbye. How good is he? How consistent is the big goodbye? Uh, you know, I was, you know, after you said, you know, who's my favourite, I kind of forgot about him because I'm always talking about him, but he's probably my favourite. And, I mean, how consistent is he? You'd love a stable full of him. I mean, I don't think he's ever run a bad race in his life. But, um, yeah, we're taking him to Grafton for the Ramorny Handicap. And, oh, good. Yeah, it'd be a, quite a... Very, bittersweet moment if I could go back and win that back at home with him. And a horse here that uh, Bo Tontes ran well the other day at uh, at uh, Doombin and obviously uh, well, Rub is, is just loves training the horses out of this family, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, they've just been such a good family to us. I mean, look at all the success we've had and you know, here's another one coming through. It's just, you know, it's a great family. I think it was Ken, is it Ken Tontes that started it all off? Is that the one? Yeah, she started it all off and then went to Fun Tontes and then, yeah. It's been a heap of them. They've been so successful. It's, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's been, been a lot. It's yeah. good. I, I can just see, Rob, when he's, uh, uh, you know, galloped that first one and then he was like, right, line these up. Let's just keep buying these horses. Like he'd be, Does he breed he'd, them or buy them? Putting, he'd be putting, uh, putting tags on all of them. He would be too. Now, Leah, <laughs> we've, I've seen you do a bit of uh, TV work uh, a little while ago. Is that something you want to do down the track? Oh, yeah, look, I mean, I, I really love that. I really enjoy it. Um, I got a lot of experience out of that, and, you know, it was it was fantastic. Um, you know, yeah, I'd like you know, to see where I go down the track. I haven't, you know, don't really know where what that is, but, you yep. know, I, I love that sort of stuff. love that media side of racing as well. No, well, you were certainly a natural at it. And by the way, you're talking about these horses. I think Rob could just probably give it away and just hand it over to you now. <laughs> really? No, no, we need the big boss here always. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> he must be standing right over your shoulder. <laughs> Leah, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. We really appreciate your time. Uh, We wish you all the best. And, uh, yeah, you're doing a fantastic job. It's great to see you in the winner's circle. No, thank you. It's great to talk to you guys. Thanks, Leah. Leah Kilner joining us there, Sammy. Uh, And she's just done an amazing job. A very brave young lady, isn't she? Oh, that's that's it. And, you know, it's uh, one of those things that when you – have the passion for horse racing and the love for horse racing. It's good for the soul, isn't it? You know, I mean, there you see, Liz, after it's coming up a year yeah. since that horrific uh, injury, 
And, uh, yeah, she's back with the horses and sleeping better. And, yeah. you know, obviously uh, that's it. It's it's being around horses. It it does wonders. Well, they are relaxing animals, aren't they? If you go and pat – if you go pat Until any – they step on your toe. Well, if, uh, just, if you go pat any animal – Until they get beat in well, race two right. at, at three to one and you've had a I was talking about them in the stables. <laughs> Any animal, you go and pat any animal that's um, in a good frame of mind, it is very calming and very relaxing. Yeah. It's, when they uh, bite you, it's a different story. But yeah, um, when they don't, it's good for your soul. Just always got to have your wits about yourself, don't you? Yeah, with any animal. That's right. Sammy, we will go for a break. And when we come back, we'll have a chat to Andrew Mellion. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Welcome back to the Pundas Mate on this Friday, Sunshine Coast or Caloundra Cup Eve, Wink Skinnies Eve and the Glasshouse Handicap Eve. Sammy? You're excited, aren't you? I am excited. I'll be on track tomorrow, so looking forward to uh, signing plenty of autographs. Do they still do that these Oh, days? wow. You know, how many I'll sign? you know how many I'll sign? None. Wow. You know how many selfies I'll get asked for? Wow. None. Absolutely none. And that's a good thing. Andrew Mellion uh, joins us he'll this afternoon. He'll be doing selfies. He'll be doing the he'll same be because he'll be selfies. riding up a storm as he always does. Andrew, good afternoon. Afternoon, boys. How are you this afternoon? All ready for a big day at the sunny coast tomorrow? Uh, yeah, yeah. We're um, just going to head off to Ipswich first, um, get, get my eye in for tomorrow. But, um, yeah, looking forward to tomorrow. We've got a couple of nice rides. Nothing, yeah. nothing like a day at the switch, is there, eh? Just to warm you up for the sunny coast. <laughs> Vastly different tracks, aren't they? Just, uh, yeah, they're, they're chalk and cheese. Uh, but, uh, yeah, always always good to have a spin around before uh, before a Saturday get your eye in. So there's a question, actually. You, you go to Ipswich, you've been to Ipswich today. Do you then drive, because you're based on the Gold Coast, right? Mm-hmm. Do you drive home from Ipswich and then get up in the morning and go up again to the Sunshine Coast, or do you stay somewhere overnight? No, no, I go home. Um, got three kids at home and um, at school holidays, so I don't so, think I'll be getting away with so that. So wouldn't one. that mean so, you'd stay somewhere overnight? <laughs> yeah, well, well, the choice isn't mine. But <laughs> <laughs> also, I have to ride track work too, so I can't, uh, I can't fully, uh, fully blame it, put it all on Sally. Um, there are a few responsibilities at home I'm going to take care of first. It's like when I work uh, on trackside with Tags. He said to me uh, just last week, so what's on tonight, Sammy? I said... Well, there's a bit on. I've got to pick a couple of kids up from after school care and then pick Tilda up from kinder and then do this. And he goes, gee, it's busy, isn't it? And I said, yeah. yeah. That's th- th- you know, three under eight is, is pretty hectic. It'll do that to you. <laughs> it is hectic. <laughs> yeah, it's not a dull moment here at home. No, nah, never a dull moment. Uh, Andrew, gee, very sad news uh, during the week with the passing of Peter Mertens and somebody that uh, – you obviously would have ridden with and, and got on well with in the jockey's room. And he was, uh, Mertens was a, uh, well, he was just, a, he was, to us, he was uh, uh, an elder statesman in the jockey's room, but uh, had always had a presence, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I was, um, I was really lucky to, to grow up. I had, had blokes like yourself and, and Peter Mertens and um, re- really good um, riders that were, they were always happy to help and and um, you know quite quite you know you'd sit there as a, as a kid in, in the room and, and listen to the banner and um, yeah just just you know a really great bloke especially down the Gippsland way um, you wouldn't dare sit in his seat at, at sale it was it was like his throne um, 
there's there's actually a plaque there on his on his seat and and Bo actually sits there, which is really nice. But um, yeah, I I I loved Pete. He was just just a great bloke, and he was so funny. He used to, I used to drive him insane. Um, just <laughs> just uh, always always making jokes, and um, he used to call me Thunder Buddy. Um, because I was always uh, I was always right next to him, uh, driving him insane. You know, he was just a yeah, just a lovely man and. Um, and, and a great rider. I always used to, yeah, used to. He, he was always, you know, especially early doors. He, he'd always, you know, he was happy to help and point things out. And um, you know, he, he didn't mind taking the piss out of you, and and, and 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 he loved it when you took the piss out of him. And um, yeah, it was it was a, it was a really good time, sort of growing up in the room. And then obviously, um, I used to run into him um, after he'd retired, and 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 saw him at the race. It was like nothing had changed. You know, he was just a just a really lovely bloke. It was yeah, bloody terrible, um, terrible news. But um, yeah, we're just uh, yeah. What what I've got the opportunity of yeah, just pass on my condolences to his family, you know, and Bo, you know, he's, um, yeah, such a such a terrible thing to happen. But um, yeah, lo- what a lovely man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Sammy said exactly the same thing, and I think I've heard everybody say the same thing. But uh, yeah, very sad. Uh, carnival wise, how have you rated uh, your winter carnival, Andrew? Um, I, I think I, I've I've done I've done well with the with the opportunities that I had. I, I'd say it's been a pretty tough carnival. Obviously, with with all the the COVID and everything's all sort of blown over. You know, there's a lot more um, influx of interstate riders, and um, you know the the rides and the and and the better rides obviously got um, it were, were harder to get. But um, had a, had a couple of wins at, at stakes level, um, which which I was happy with, and um, I'm obviously. You know, just trying to um, build that sort of presence, you know, and being able to ride in those bigger races, you know, trying to prove that, you know, when you do get those opportunities, you know, you can um, you can get the money, you know. So I'd like to close out the carnival tomorrow and, and hopefully snag another one. Well, you certainly proved that uh, with Lady of Honour, uh, jumping from 16 of 16 to win the eyeliner. Yeah, um, actually both mistakes wins. I think uh, I, I didn't draw very well in the... Uh, in the bright shadow either um, on Majestic Show. I think she drew out in the car park as well. So, uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully people aren't scared of chucking me on from an outside barrier. No, there won't be any more. Those ones out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, look, I, you know, I've obviously, um, yeah, I've, I've made the most of those opportunities and, they were, you know, they're also a lightweight opportunity. So, um, yeah, it's all about trying to just keep your weight down and, and try and keep the, you know, as many doors open as you can and, um, that was one thing I focused on. I knew that um, I was going to have to ride light to get good opportunities, and um, yeah, so I had my weight weight really well and able to ride well um, at those lower weights, and um, yeah, certainly had the thinking cap on from those bad barriers as well. Andrew, obviously, uh, just the, even in your voice, I can tell that you're really happy with where you're at, and you've obviously been based up here for some time now, and you touched on the fact that you were here through that COVID period, and and uh, but. Yeah, settled now in Queensland and, and happy to make this your home. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Um, made a few runs back home to Melbourne through the winter and got off the plane and was ready to spin around and jump straight back on it. Um, yeah, the, <laughs> oh, that the, happened uh, to you yeah, too, did it? <laughs> Seems yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, the weather certainly hasn't improved back home. Um, but yeah, no, everything everything's going really well up here. Um, you know, obviously still back down here based on the Gold Coast. So I'm really looking forward to seeing. You know what what the uh, what the track's going to be going to be like in the next couple of years with uh, uh, new facilities and new influx of trainers and, and things like that. So it's exciting times ahead, um, especially down here on the Gold Coast. And 
that can only benefit um, someone like me with, with um, a few new stables setting up here. So, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing what, what comes out of it. I was going to ask you about I know you don't ride at the Gold Coast all that often, but have you been down there and had a look at the uh, the turf that's been laid, the new turf? Well, I have a, I have a, I've had a good look at it sort of bowling past it a um, few mornings a week, and it looks really good. I actually haven't seen it um, in the daylight yet, but it looks it looks bloody good in the dark yeah. um, when the lights are shining on, especially up the straight. Um, yeah, looking forward to um, yeah, looking forward to getting out there and giving it a test out. It's um, well, you know, it's going to be it's going to be fantastic once it's all done. Well, it'll be all cambered beautifully and everything, and I think they're I think they're looking at holding a meeting or two before Magic Millions just to get an idea of um, of how it plays and everything like that. So yeah, it looks great. Certainly, it's it's funny, you know, whenever you get a bare patch and you lay some grass on it, it's amazing how much better it looks, even better than it probably is. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, that you know. It, Oh, I'm a bit of a lawn fanatic myself. Not that I can get mine looking any anywhere near as good as what uh, the turf looks like at the moment. But um, yeah, does. it's even just yeah, <laughs> even just the new cambers and, and everything look look fantastic. And um, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Sort of, I had a good good read on how the, the old track used to play, and obviously it'll be a new challenge um, working yeah. out the, the the cambers and things like that. But that's always I think that's a good thing, and um, you know it's definitely going to make the track. Um, yeah, especially with these with these meetings, you know, you're obviously good. You know, you're you're running for good money, um, mag- Magic Million time, things like that. So um, the track's going to be up to a, up to a really good stand where those horses are going to be able to come here and race for good money. Now, the Sunshine Coast tomorrow, you've got three rides. Uh, the first of those comes up in race five, horse number thirteen, Raging Pole, uh, for Tony and Maddie Sears. Uh, first up from a break, hasn't won first up, but has placed twice. Yeah, he's a funny old horse. He's got plenty of ability. Um, he's a bit of a character. He sort of, sort of who who depends, uh, who turns up on the day. Um, I have I have one on him previously. He's a horse that um, you, you can't really make him do too much. You've got to sort of let him uh, let him think that he's in charge, and, and that's probably the best way to to get the best out of him. But um, he's certainly got enough ability to um, to run in the money. Just needs to probably get he's drawn drawn a little bit sticky, um, but he'll he'll slide back anyway. Um, and it all just sort of be, um, you know, how you know, with luck and running, and you know, and he, uh, you know, he's a good frame of mind. He can, he can definitely run well. Race number six, the Caloundra Cup. You're riding Luncey's now. Uh, he's not one of mine, Luncey's. Uh, I think he's he loves running second. He's got eight alongside his name, but week. he bolted in mm. last week, and maybe that can do his confidence the the world a good, uh, Andrew, because he. He can find one that's uh, a bit good for him. Yeah, I've, I've been driving Chris mad to get on this horse all, all winter. So um, yeah, I'm wrapped to wrapped to get on him tomorrow. Yeah, he's always he's always been running well, even though you know it's been a bit frustrating running second. But um, put put that field away last Saturday pretty easily. Um, hopefully, you know he gains a bit of confidence from 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 that win, and he's drawn a little bit sticky. But um, he's a horse that probably sort of tucks in anyway um so we'll, it looks to be um with with gay sauce in the race it'll be a, a genuinely run race so um i think he's going to get his chance uh, especially the way the sunshine coast can play um the horse is making ground down the middle so um yeah we'll, we'll have to monitor the patterns throughout the day but um he's a horse it's, it's he's just loving being up here in queensland um and uh yeah we'd, we'd love to get another another statesman especially uh with me on top this time Definitely. Uh, in the Wings Guineas, race number seven, you're riding number 16, Stroll, for 
uh, Steve O'Day and Maddie Hoistead. She's a uh, she's a good filly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting on this filly. Um, but, you know, especially stepping stepping up um, to this sort of unknown distance. But um, probably going to look to ride her um, a little more conservatively. Um, and uh, and, and just sort of tuck her in and, and just sort of see she, she's sort of really looks like you can ride her anyway. You can ride her handy or, or further back, but um, probably going to look to ride her a little more conservatively. And um, same again, you know, obviously, um, if, the, if, the pattern, if the pattern looks like that we're making ground, I, I think that gives her a great chance. And, um, yeah, she's obviously in a, in a great camp that, that trains plenty of winners. And, um, yeah, looking forward to getting on her. And you've got a couple of rides at Grafton on uh, on Sunday. Uh, have you been have looked at those form wise yet? Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple of good chances at Grafton. It's the start of the carnival there. Um, got a nice ride um, that uh, is coming oh, from from uh, highway grade in, in town. It's been running really well um, for Lou Mary. And it looks like probably my nicest ride there. I've only got a couple, but um, proverbial. Yeah, sort of. Proverbial, um, yeah, yeah, been, been, you know, obviously been very competitive uh, metro grade. So, um, yeah, it looks, looks a nice ride going up to Grafton. Anything lined up for the Ramoni or the Grafton Cuppers yet? Um, n- nothing, nothing yet. Um, Lunacies will be will be nom for the for the Grafton Cup, but obviously um, he's been up a long time. And it, you know, it'll it'll all, it'll all come down to um, how he goes tomorrow and, and how he pulls up, but. Um, that's a, yeah, a little bit further down the track. We'll have to let the dust settle um, after tomorrow. But um, yep. yeah, I always had a little luck at, um, at at Grafton. So um, yeah, looking forward to getting down there. It's a it's a really it's a really great carnival. Andrew, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon on the Punters, mate. We always appreciate your time, and we hope uh, you ride three winners tomorrow at the Sunshine Coast. Excellent. Have a good day tomorrow, boys. Will do. Thanks very much, Andrew Mellian, joining us there, Sam. Uh, he's riding very, very well. He's a consistent rider, isn't he? he exactly. Always, yeah, he loves he loves to ride at Eagle Farm. He's got a very good record there. Yeah, he's a good. No, he's a he's a great jockey, and uh, yeah, you can just see he's uh, he's very settled and and he's in a good frame of mind. And he rides well, gives every horse a chance. He's a top bloke and and great jockey. He certainly is. Remember, Sammy, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. A-U. Sammy, it's that time of the week where we try and find some winners around the country tomorrow. And what better place to start than with Gibbo. Blair Gibson from brizzyracers.com.au. Gibbo, good afternoon. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, listeners. How are Very good. How are you? Yeah, yeah, all going well. Now, uh, I've got to talk to you about something, but we'll get these uh, tips out of the way first because uh, I believe there's some, been some real action in your podcast this week. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we are racing on the poly track at the Gold Coast tomorrow. Have you had a chance to look at the, uh, the meeting there? Yeah, I have. I actually think it's... Uh... Um, a couple there I like, a couple of very tricky races as you can get there, but um, yeah, semi-confident tomorrow, I think. Far away. I'm going to start in race two, number two, Dominance. I just 
think it's found the right race. I think it's a really weak race. It's in um, first up, last start. It was just wide the trip, up on speed. They sort of skipped away and looked like he was going to get beaten off a long, a long distance. But I thought he'd come again on the line. I think the lead is probably the main danger here, and I think it can be a little bit weak the last 50. So I just think everything pans out for dominant here if it's um, if it's going to win another race. It should be now. All right. So race two, number two, dominance. And then in the last, race seven, number two, Purnell. This horse has been exceptional on the poly track. Um, this prep showed good form on the turf last time. Uh, ha- has had excuses and still run good. Took off early last start, put a gap in them and, and won well. I think there's no reason why it doesn't do it again. Purnell in the last. Beautiful. I couldn't agree with you more. And uh, tomorrow at the Sunshine Coast, anything take your fancy there? Just some sort of value in different races. I think it's it's a hard day. I don't really like many right in the market, but I thought race two, number two, Simon's Lax, and they, you know, it's their home deck. They always set horses for for their big days, and they often get a winner on them. I'm thinking maybe it can be Sir Dapper, race two, number two. Um, mm. Form hasn't been great, but I just I just think there's that little sense of timing that maybe this is the one that they've set for the day. So I think he can go to the front and run a heck of a race around the $10 mark. Someone else is keen yeah, on that. Yeah, baby. I'm with you, Gibbo. I reckon so. Oh. Dapper will be winning. I reckon it'll be winning. Uh, Carrying the grandstand, this horse now. He's a horse that's got me a couple of times. Uh, but he's a nice horse, and, and I think uh, you're spot on it. You know, on their home track. Uh, that I, I think uh, they'll have set him for for this race. He can jump and put himself on speed. You know he's going to be strong at the trip. It, and, yeah, I think he'll win. There's a horse in that race, Gibbo, that won on the poly last start, Divine Falls. How was that win? Did You you would have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> he was tailed off about I, eight lengths off them. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it hasn't happened too often there. No. Has not uh, has not happened too often. It had form at Bundaberg and all these places and looked to be hopeless and – yeah, couldn't get out of yeah, its he own meant way. To line it up. Oh, yeah, it's impossible to line up. I hope Sammy and I are right because it's a, they're very good at aiming one at a race. It's just a matter of picking which one it is because they can just improve them sharply on that day. And I think that hopefully it's our one. All righty, so we got race two, number two, dominance, and race seven, number two, Purnell at the Gold Coast on the Poly, and at the Sunny Coast, race two, number two, Sir Dappy. You like the twos? Yeah. Why All right. not? All right, now tell us uh, your pod. We've got a minute to go. Uh, your podcast and what's going on? What did I hear about fighting uh, violence, Gibbo? I've been I've been stitched up two weeks in a row. Last week, my wife had got in contact with Kurz, the, the partner on the podcast, and let him know that I fell off my bike um, on the way home from a party last week. Uh, <laughs> so that was that was that was a good stitch up and a good listen. But then this week, I've walked in and one of the sponsors of the show has called out all the different podcasts that he sponsors and organised fights. So I got it sprung on me and had to agree to it or, or turn it down live on air the other day. So at some stage in November, apparently I'll be fighting Cam from the Alpha Blokes. Um, oh, wow. In the ring with yeah, gloves? Spot. Yeah, rings, rings uh, in the gloves, uh, three two-minute rounds or something like that. So I'll be very surprised if I survive all three, but um, he's give, like a little Tasmanian devil, this bloke. Gibbo, are you a lover or are you a fighter? Oh, I'm a lover, but I tell you what, when he puts about four in my chin, I'm going to have to become a fighter. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell us where it is he's and like we'll come little, down. That'd be good. 
Yeah, we'll find, find out. We're still locking in a place, but uh, there's, I think there's about four or five fights locked in at the moment. But, um, yeah, the bloke I'm fighting, I reckon he's a little rum-drinking Tasmanian devil. It's going to be oh. going to be very interesting. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Good stuff. Other than get to the gym and get training. Yeah, don't worry. I didn't know what to say either. No. Some have agreed to it. Let's just, let's just say Mrs. Gibson isn't over the moon at this stage. No, I'd rather you than me. Anyway, yeah, I don't know why she's against it. She's always she always wants to punch me. So that's <laughs> right. Now she can get someone else to do it. Exactly, she can sit back and have yeah. a champagne and have a laugh. Yeah, that's right. It wasn't me. I didn't do anything. All right. Well, uh, well you got to keep us updated with that as we get closer to it. But uh, in the meantime, have a great weekend. Hopefully, plenty of winners. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Gibbo joining us there from brizzyracers.com.au. Sammy, your best bets for the weekend. Yeah, sunny coast. I'm with So Dapo, race two, number two. Race seven, number four, Grabini. I think uh, this will continue on its winning form. Flemington, race eight, number seven, Jimmy the Bear. And for the thrill seekers, Toowoomba, race seven, number one, Hassanoff. I am going the last three races at the Sunshine Coast. Race seven, number two, Soothsayer. Race eight, number 14, Aureus Angel each way. And race nine, number three, Ubiquitous from Barrier to Box. I've got some SA tips for Murray Bridge Racing from South Tips. I think that is. I'll just check that on Twitter. Now, he's going race eight, number 12, Shining Star. Race one, number five, uh, Walk Like an Angel. Race four, number eight, Pontedra, or Pontedera. And each way, race five, number six, The Gov. Next week. He's got the numbers right now. Now I just want him to get him in correct race order. It would help me out <laughs> immensely. So one five four eight five six and 8, 12. Best of luck to everyone. Join us same time, same place next Friday on The Punters, mate. Good luck, Sammy.